Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast. This week I'm joined by Powers. Hello. And Krooper. Hello. And Simmons. I like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Every time I forget to hype you up, sorry. You're not his hype man. I should be. Yeah, but I'm not you his hype to... man, but at least I do it. He'll be your host. He's. Did we hire him as a hype man? I yeah. thought he was a video producer. I well, should be yeah, a hype not man. He'd be a good part. hype man. Or a shoutcaster, just like... Keep you guys motivated. Just yell over your shoulders when you're editing and Do stuff. You see the shoutcaster uh, at Gamescom at the Microsoft conference uh, from. No. He's from up north, like me. And he's just, it was. It was just. It just went on oh, too long. That was the catchphrase. The thing he kept on using. And there's a grenade in the hole. <laughs> That's. It was more northern than uh, that. A grenade in the hole. I can't see. I'm gonna try How to do with that scenario. <laughs> but I know. But it's been diluted from living down here. But uh, like, hey, oh yeah, so, so, there's a grenade in the yeah, hole. You're very posh. A grenade. No. <laughs> uh, but actually, it's a good point that you're talking about first-person shooters because that is the main talking point of this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, Call of Duty Black Ops beta is out right now. You're a big Call of Duty fan. I am. I'm a big first-person sh- fan. Uh, but f- before we talk, uh, there's a big broader topic here, and yeah. from my point of view. I find I'm getting a little bit of combat fatigue. But before we talk about that, what's your impressions as a COD fan on the beta? So, uh, today was actually my first day getting to play it, and there's a couple differences. Um, so, I've been playing. Hours to download. <laughs> well, yeah, oh my god, 47 hours to download, which I think was a problem on our end, hopefully not on their yeah. end. Um, there's a bit of differences so far. So, I've been playing a lot of Advanced Warfare, which was the first one to kind of incorporate the exoskeletons. Yeah. Um, you kind of have a similar thing with this, so it. it it's not quite exoskeletons. You no. can, you can. It's, it's not like really a double jump, but it's more like a uh, jetpack. Yeah. There's no, so kind of the the uh, additional mobility that you gained in Advanced Warfare was because you could do these burst movements with your exosuit. Yeah. So you know, if you're getting shot at, you can like burst round a corner and like burst to catch up with someone. There is no burst movement. Yeah, in this so I was game. trying to do that. I was like, yeah. oh, I which it's a little weird because you know, it's more. It's, it's problem the games have. You know, they'll. One game will implement a sprint option, and then every time you play a game before it, it feels mm. slower. So then the sprint option, you need to add an exosuit to make it even faster. So this game kind of has the issue where it's like, well, how do we go faster? How do we make it more exciting? And that's where the wall running comes in. So dare I say it, it's quite a lot like Titanfall. Well, see, I never played Titanfall. Right. But um, like It's got the same kind of Sam's boost mechanic. Titans. Yeah. It's got the same wall running mechanic. Obviously, there's no giant robots that you jump in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I Unless found... you get a uh, Goliath or... Well, so there's two things. That in terms of the multiplayer beta, so the maps are classic Call of Duty. They're quite close, very tight. Um, yeah, the, the level design compared is... Compared to Titanfall. Yeah. For example. Well, it's kind of interesting. It has to be, because yeah, you've got yeah, Titans. Yeah. I like that map with the waterfall. And yeah, like swimming underwater. Yeah. Swimming, that's like the first zoo. time you could do that. It's a bit Jurassic Park, game. quite like that. Yeah. But it was funny because we had an issue with one of the maps we were playing earlier. We kept falling in holes yeah, and I dying. Yeah, into the jungle. Like, kept on dying. And I found it really weird because when I was playing at lunch as well, I kept on falling and dying. And then I realized those kind of like little areas where they have the holes is because, yeah, it's built for wall running. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, almost yeah. a punish you. It's like, yeah, wall running confers, confers an advantage, but you know, yeah. well, there's a risk if you mess it up. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And it's also, you know, motivation to get people to Sorry, use wall. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I only it's started doing it designed. Right. But um, you can actually get a lot of momentum from wall running and you can run for a lot of time and really use it to your advantage yeah, yeah, yeah. to totally confuse people. Because I was getting destroyed by people running up walls and shoot me on the ground and I'm getting a little bit better yeah. but it's still pretty difficult to get the hang of like considering at this time it's only been live for what uh, maybe 48 hours I think there are some very good people out there already well there's already so. people who are like level 30 and yeah. 
They need, way above you, they need to chill the fuck out. Like the matchmaking needs to be sorted out. I'm sure it will be in the final game. Yeah. Like I think the one thing that Rocket League, and I know we always talk about <laughs> oh. Rocket League, yeah, that's really good is that it matches It's a first-person shooter. But it match it does matchmaking really well. Really well. And I hope that's the case with with Call of Duty. Yeah. Well, Rocket League has the bonus where it's like they can uh, put bots in your game very easily. Yep. I mean, you can't really do that with COD. Like, yeah. if people drop nah. out, you can't just throw a bunch of bots in there. Also, really like what that. it has going for it is you're a little car playing football. Yeah, yeah. Which, <laughs> I like that. I like which that. I, I just think, fundamentally, that's quite good, isn't it? Yeah. Like, you're a little car, and you're trying to play football. It's pretty, pretty good. It's good, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> the other thing that I found quite punishing from uh, the beta is that as a kind of novice, and yeah. you are playing, I think I'm level four, maybe rank four, mm-hmm. playing against rank 25, 30s, is that the actual ammo and stuff that I've unlocked in terms of optics, uh, add-ons to, you know, is really limited. So you start off like with a kind of handicap almost. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the best players true. who are the best have the best gear, which seems a bit of a kind of arse way of doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like... And I understand why they do it, because you've got to reward players that are good and do exceptional stuff. But at the same time, it's like, Rocket League is a level <laughs> playing field, right? But I guess that's the difference, is because... Uh, Quite co- literally co- a level co- playing field. Yeah. And this is the driving difference. Mm. Wait, did that even make sense? I don't think it did. Um, the whole difference with COD is that it's like it's supposed to yeah, reward progress yeah. and you need to be able to unlock things that are going to make you better. You're going to want to play more so you can yeah. level up to get this gun and get this uh, score streak. Um, there were some cool... So one of the cool things like that's always with COD is that if you... You know, you can be a really high level, you can unlock some amazing guns. Yeah, yeah. If you get killed in a game, someone can just pick up your gun that you've unlocked yeah, and you can yeah. use that gun if yeah. you're level one or if you're level fifty, it's, which is quite yeah, nice. Yeah, and like all the kind of the, the kind of perks and stuff that like the rewards that it kind of gives you for like even like exacting revenge on the person that kills you and yeah. stuff like that. Lots of all work. of that it makes you feel attributes. really good for yeah, doing yeah, very yeah. small it's, things. It's, it's smart, that kind of stuff. It's like, oh, you got a kill after five deaths? That's a comeback medal. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> just little 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 but incentives. It, but you're right, it's, 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 you feel good. Yeah, totally. Um, one of the other cool things to note is that they have uh, kind of character selection, which we haven't really seen before. Well, that's the thing with our first like previous. Like, it's a bit more like yeah. a MOBA that like you have like characters that have particular skill sets a bit more, like rather than just any class, like distinct classes with distinct yeah. abilities. And obviously, yeah. that's a very popular kind of game structure nowadays: is having being able to pick a character that has its own abilities and things. And obviously, so each character can have two different essentially special weapons that yep. they that they can use and it's similar to it was in modern warfare 3 i think so these are different from score streaks because a score streak if you die your points drop you're yep. back to zero yep. again yep. uh these kind of special abilities they build over time so you can die but your points remain the same and which e- with each kill capture assist whatever it is you're closer to getting your special weapon yeah, yeah. so what was your special weapon my special weapon was the, the war machine which is like a grenade launcher which was pretty good but there were people destroying me with a bow and arrow I destroyed you destroyed me with yeah. a bow and arrow I saw your leg fly off yeah so, I was like I got hit with the arrow and I was like oh that sucks and then just blew apart blew in front apart. of my face I was right. like that's pretty sweet I was, I was really cool. playing as Prophet and he's got like the kind of lightning arc gun if I think that I, gun is yeah. Really good if you can hit someone. It's with the animation when someone so gets fried. It's quite funny. Yeah, yeah. I had a really great moment where, um, uh, you know, at the end of it, it's like the the round winning kill. Yeah. So I was running around with with one guy, and we, uh, one of the enemy team, popped up with the laser gun and shot me, and my friend shot him. Yeah. 
and then the electricity trails from people. Yeah. So then oh. he got electrocuted. Right. So the last kill was like, kill, kill, kill. And then he yeah. just went, oh, and just like dropped well, no, to the ground. I thought that. Yeah, if you yeah. fire it into the water and everyone in it just gets fried. <laughs> so it was a bit shooting it and that. all these bodies just <laughs> well, There was that the last top. match where yeah. you were on the opposing team and you were all like hanging out in that little pool area. And it was yeah. like shooting fish in a barrel, but it was actually quite hard. <laughs> yeah, because the fish had guns. Yeah, and were men as well. So actually, it was nothing like that. <laughs> anyway, so I think the general consensus, or my perspective anyway, is uh, from what I've seen of Black Ops 3, because I played it a bit at um, Gamescom as well, is that yeah. I think <clears throat> technically and mechanically it's a great game. But man, am I over the futuristic setting now. It's like, I find it very hard to get excited. Well, I mean, this is that. what kind of like one of the issues that I was bringing up earlier. If you want to go back to, you know, previous setting, how do you keep up this speed and this intensity that... Yeah. that FPS players are used to now. Like you can't, people wanted them to go back to uh, World of War and do, you know, yeah. maybe like another World War II setting. But it's like, how do you go I back? You can't like, have exosuits. I think it's right? like, at the same time, they've like embraced um, a kind of departure from reality in the DLC and zombies that yeah. I'd be yeah. quite happy for them to incorporate into the main game. That the multiplayer felt different. Yeah, like yeah. so the next one, what if, what if Call of Duty next year, for instance, was dragged, dragons and lizard men and it was like you have like guns. <laughs> that's a bit further out there than I was thinking I'm so on board with like, this so it, board, and yeah. it's just like Call of Duty but it's like a medieval setting does that not feel a bit like oh medieval okay medieval setting or it could be because like, the zombies like, the zombies into a whole game where you're fighting not just zombies but other kinds of monsters vampires yeah. and you've got like a gatling gun it's still as fast because yeah. it doesn't matter. You're in a fantasy setting. Who cares yeah. what speed you're moving at? And you're, you're firing stakes. It doesn't matter, really. I, I but like, do you know what I mean? Like, embrace it. Still, out here. Basically, you've still got the exact same skeleton beneath it all. I get it, I get it. And you've just gone sod it. I think, I just think if you look at the size and scale of Call of Duty, I just think most of the people that buy that game probably... I think I, I think you agree. It. I think dragons and fantasy is a certain thing yeah. and it yeah. does eliminate certain people. But I think you can find a thing that incorporates more people, maybe. Whether that's Alien Invasion. Yeah. So Call of Duty Armageddon. Or call, like we're... Call of Duty basically Independence Day, yeah. where aliens are invading. So well, they I have know been. Aliens is quite overdone as well in another sense. Yeah. But not... I don't know. I think there's something you could find there. So what about... Leads me on to my next part is... Star Wars Battlefront is yeah. obviously that is it, you know this is doing it a disservice but Battlefield with a Star Wars skin could Call of Duty exist but with a different skin yeah know. so yeah so like, well, but like what, if, skin, what if you I found think. the license yeah so what else could you have I can't think off the top I know, of I know. Well, Dragons I know. and Lizards was pretty much pretty much nail on the head oh, you've, seen, you've seen the film Dragons and Lizards yeah Dragon V Lizards uh, dra dra no. good sequel to it uh, um, well, I think like this is that's what Zombies was. It was a way to have the Call of Duty engine doing an employed in, in, a, in a different setting. Sure. Exactly, and I mean rapper, Treyarch it? as well. I, I think it was Treyarch. It wasn't. It, maybe it was the Call of Duty before this one. Well, they had. They didn't have the license for Zombies. They couldn't do Zombies because it's you know a different developing company. So they did Aliens, and it was the the Call of Duty mechanics in oh, the game. Was, it was in Ghosts. Ghost, yeah, and so they, it was. It was similar to uh, zombies, where yeah, you have to I fight the waves. About that. Um, well, so I mean, this is kind of their way of, yeah. of doing it, I would but also like to not have... veering too far away from a, a complete yeah. Call of Duty game. Yeah, you could you could elaborate in some interesting ways. Yeah, yeah. I think they're both fun, but like Western. So I've always loved. There was a Western map on zombies. Yeah. Well, full Western again. You move. 
It's just a sci-fi know, western. It doesn't meet that. I'm just saying stuff now. A, a, a western doesn't <laughs> doesn't kind of meet the kind of fast-paced criteria. Don't yeah, but like sci-fi western. Okay. What was that? Uh, aliens versus cowboys with Daniel. Oh Craig. Jesus! Oh, cowboys no. versus aliens. Right, yeah. Never saw it. Heard all about it. I heard it. I was one of the oh. first screenings I went to at IGN, yeah. and Chris fell asleep in it, and his Maltesers <laughs> fell on the floor, and they just went. Out. <laughs> Is that a euphemism? <laughs> yeah, he had a shit in the cinema. <laughs> I'm imagining one of those really awkward moments where he spills the bag, and then they proceed to roll down all yeah. the aisles and he like pour pellet, out a drink. He, 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 he lays pellet like Maltesers, <laughs> like a sheep, just like literally <laughs> bringing it back on track. <laughs> it's a little bit. So, as a single player gamer. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I played a bit of Coblops Three, and uh, it's, I'm really happy that they've got four player kind of co op uh, campaign, which yeah, is great. That is cool. I'd really like to play right now a World War Two game, which five years ago you would never have said. But now it's like I'd love to kind of go back to Call of Duty Two, which was an amazing single player game. Yeah. But see it, you know, redefined with this generation, this kind of level of fidelity and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Or it's even been a while since we've I had a, yeah, I like a I just thought we have more wars, um, so we can have more settings to draw upon because we've smart. done jungles and deserts. I, just, I think we should like start kicking off in more places. I don't think we've done <laughs> enough jungle there. Do more jungle. Seriously, Vietnam War. I've said it before. Vietnam War is a perfect. <laughs> I've got it. I've got it. War, I've got it. I've got it. So it's a new card. It's set in the jungle because we don't have a lot of jungle stuff, yeah. and it's in the rainforest. And we are killing the the uh, animals that live in there. You have to kill the animals. It's a hunting game. So so then when it's clear, right. then you can like deforest the place. So and you get like money for selling paper. Deforest sim. <laughs> yeah. So basically. you can call it like Call of Duty, like you've got to be the leader, like Call of Duty Amazon like Prime maybe. Ooh, that's, well, like, not Amazon Prime because that's, that's a uh, lawsuit. Uh, um, <laughs> killing Fern Gully. Not sure about that one. Well, you need to workshop it. I'm not saying... Call of Duty no an- idea, Animal Ghosts no idea, because they're dead now. No idea is a bad idea yeah. uh, at this stage. Call of Duty Advanced... Murder. Jungle. <laughs> I don't think that's going to sell. Like, if you're battling with your friends, it's Jungle Brothers. <laughs> in a world where... <laughs> in a world, jungle Brothers. <laughs> in a world where Warfighter was a game, I think we can get away with anything. Warfighter is a game? Call of Duty Jungle Brothers is. <laughs> jungle Brothers. I would, I would definitely I buy wanna that. I want to be like you. I want to see Donkey Kong in there. I want to shoot like you. <laughs> Um, uh, what was Warfighter? It was um, Medal of Honor, wasn't it? Warfighter? Medal of Honor, Warfighter? Have I imagined that? Uh, <laughs> it's something like Warfighter that. Warfighter was a different game, wasn't it? It was Warframe. Oh, God. The yeah. fact that they were even saying this. Yeah. That's like, got to be one of the worst named video games Let me just ever. double check this. There's a lot of very generic kind of first-person shooter games. Yes. But anyway, Medal like, of Honor, Warfighter. There you go. <laughs> um, to clarify, that is a man who fights a war, yeah. i.e. soldier. Okay. <laughs> well, maybe call it Call of Duty Soldier. <laughs> I like Jungle Brothers. What about Call of Duty and just going home after a war and actually feeling very maladjusted within a kind of society? That would be interesting. Yeah. yeah. See that? Do you know what? That could be an interesting game. Like you see, like because we're talking very much within the Call of Duty realm. Uh, it's about going mechanic. Up. But if you explored that kind of, you know, uh, post-traumatic uh, stress syndrome and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, kind of touched on a bit. uh, The first Black Ops, not Black Ops. The first, it was Black Ops. First Black Ops. Was it Um, Black Ops 2? No, well, the first one was when you were kind of, uh, it was like 
all the battles and like fights you did were like memories from your past, you know, and you yeah, were kind of like getting electrocuted. You were getting interrogated, weren't you? Yeah. Black Ops One or Black Ops? Black Ops One. That was Black Ops One. Okay, right. Yeah, and you kind of Black had, like, Ops Two was even futuristic to a degree, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, because it was it was like yeah. the relations of the people who yeah. were in Black Ops One, um, but that was kind of like post-traumatic. You're having flashbacks to things, mm. and that was really interesting. There were some cool ideas. There's, in inter- that. there's a really good. Um, sci-fi novel by a guy called Joe Holderman called Forever War it's a long while since I read it and what it was he was fighting a war- you're a soldier an infantryman and you're fighting a war in a distant planet but together you kind of I guess go through a black hole or you- it's kind of interstellar where time passes differently yeah. so he's been fighting a war for a couple of years on this distant planet but when he returns to Earth time has passed so 30 years have passed right. so it's basically a metaphor for like soldiers coming home and feeling disconnected from their everyday life yeah. and the guy's disconnected because everyone he knew has grown up and yeah. eventually he was doing tours of duty and he gets to a point where he comes back everyone he ever knew is dead right and it's this That's idea of really alienation cool. the yeah, fact yeah, that yeah. war changes you forever yeah. and yeah. the world you come back to is forever changed yeah. and that's really interesting they'll never do it well not, not for you, Call of Duty but I could, there's no reason why other kind of FPSs could explore that kind of stuff and I think that's if you look at FPSs as a genre, you look at what Destiny is doing. That's kind of you know going off in uh, like more RPG kind of stuff, adding deeper integration. Call of Duty is still it's, it's remaining the true to like its core. Single player that I love playing every year. Yeah. I like the roller coaster ride, but also like um, this is a very selfish one. <clears throat> but I love a Call of Duty set in London, like somewhere I know. Yeah. I love the idea of like going into the but subways. There was one, There's there was bits one that and was bobs. set on that had like a, an underground level. Which one was that? Was that Modern Warfare 2? I don't know. Was there? It doesn't sound, com- does it come sound yeah, completely unfamiliar. <gasps> oh, there was. It was one of the <laughs> Modern Warfare where tube, you're going through yeah, Canary yeah. Wharf and you're yeah, like the, jumping the, from carriage uh, to tube, carriage. Tube train. But I feel like almost a whole level, like, yeah. or like one, imagine one where it's like almost like Die Hard style. So you're not globe trotting. Yeah. You're like, just like, it's almost like White House Down yeah. or like, Die hard. Yeah, you're yeah. one man. You're not an army. Yeah. You're one dude. So and I think that's kind of a, a rejigging of the formula. So yeah. that's my kind of thought, actually, is that sometimes if we've we've got into this kind of I say we developers got into this habit of like more is more. Escalation. Whereas actually, I think if you look at the best levels in uh, modern warfare with you know the Gillies level, which was very simplified. And it was just, you know, when you had to kind of lie there in the field as that entire kind of battalion went past you, sometimes less is best. I thought it'd be really cool. Imagine if you like that kind of, have you seen Olympus Has Fallen? No. It's kind of like modern diehard. It's like one man against the odds in a single location has to use his brain and his wits about him to like triumph and like, you know, imagine that as a, you're you're a guy who's like come back from service and you're stuck in a building or something and there's a terrorist atrocity and you're the one guy with the skills. Yeah to save the day that'd be awesome it's like slight RPG elements where you've got to like forage weapons and stuff like that and set traps but that would be amazing where like the you know where you're feeling tension because you don't really feel that in FPS anymore it's all about exhilaration but that bit where you're like holy shit I'm going to get you know rumbled because I've you know crawled to the side or the wrong yeah place. or imagine scenes where you um it's almost like when we did that battlefield hardline thing where you can sometimes freely walk about or like go back into the the population of um hostages yeah. and get like fake interrogated where yeah. you have to like pass the test yeah. to get like away yeah. again well see, uh, again the other level that's in uh modern warfare uh where you're in the is it the awax thing or whatever when you're 
uh, looking at in that black and white stark scene. It's you're just mowing down bad guys, but you don't have control of the person on the floor. Oh God, you're just you're still shooting. Yeah. But if you could be the person that's like, right, move now, and then they move to the next piece of cover, that would be so more interaction. But again, I just want to see more diversity specifically in Call of Duty games, but just in FPSs. I guess it's just because the last ones have all been pretty much advanced warfare and, yeah. you know, there's only so far you can push it. I mean, the last advanced warfare had laser guns in it. Yeah. Like laser assault mm-hmm. rifles. There's only so long, far you can go until it's just Halo. But do you think they'll go back to, oh, World War One, Egypt. Well, that's it. You can't really... <laughs> I mean, you can always experiment with like, with, like, hypothetical timelines. So let's say, like, what if Hitler won the Alternate war? Reality. And then you have... All these battles that could be taking place, or like these huge, t- you know. You know what they could do really cool if they want to have their cake and eat it is um, cake fight, simulator. Cake, um, fight giant cakes. No, you send a guy like a time machine. You go through all the wars, something like that. You know, if you wanted to have multiple settings, yeah. And yeah. Kind of. Like, well, that was kind of like you could have First World War, Crimean War. You could yeah. have a Korean War. You know, you can send the dude through to like something yeah. like that. Not yeah. You play as or, Kurt Russell going through. Stargates back in time zones. That would be amazing. Nice. Lovely stuff. A Stargate reference. Lovely. Lovely. Amazing. I don't hear enough about Stargate. No. Ah. Anyway, that's what we think uh, about first-person shooters. Personally, let's have some more diversity. Let us know what you think. IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com. Let's move on to the Ace stuff that's happened this week. And... um, EA has teased a new Battlefront hero. So, so far... I haven't seen this. this. Yeah, me neither. Very excited. Well, there's not a lot of information. And so I'm mainly asking for your opinions. So who have we got confirmed? So so far we've got Vader. Of course. Luke Luke Skywalker. Luke. And Boba Fett. So you've got two bad guys. You know, it's absolutely Stonewall Princess Leia. You think? Yeah. Why? Well... Diversity. Diversity. Yeah. It's got to be a good person. It's got to be Rebels, absolutely. So why is it not Yoda? <sighs> oh, Yoda was great. No, because this is... Set. Was, <laughs> not no, in the movies, I'm talking but, about Battlefront. But, <laughs> not just but, like, no, but around, not just excited. But around this time, he's old. <laughs> yeah, but so? Leia. All right. Because well, you also balance. So on the bad guys, you've already got Jedi. On the yeah. good guys, you've got Jedi. On yeah. the bad guys, you've also got someone who's blaster-based. Like, almost like firepower, I reckon. Yeah. Do you Leia. know who I'd go for? Hunter. Nope. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh do you have? Chewy. Absolutely. Chewy would be a Smash bat, it, wouldn't he? Just like a crossbow. Just, just like run that. along with his bowcaster. <laughs> <laughs> would. He would just knock people over, over as well. Totally he would. He would just rip people apart. Because I was thinking about Han Solo, and it's... Easy. He'd be boring as well. He would just have a gun. He's also got a little blaster. Yeah, exactly. He's not, he's, he's, also, he's not, he's not Boba Fett. He's not a... F- like, he's not known for his fighting. Yeah. Like... He obviously can handle himself, but he's not like... What about, like, Darth Maul? That would be cool. Can't happen. Why could that not happen? Um, It's around the original trilogy. No, it's all... So far, it's all around original trilogy time. Jabba the Hutt? uh, (laughs) Imagine him going in there, right? (laughs) Force Awakens, that's in there. What's that? Jakku. But that's after the original trilogy, so we're not going back. Mm. Imagine just seeing, like, oh, no, they, they just summoned a hero, and then there's, like, an explosion and the mist clears, and you're like... And you're like Jabba the Hutt, and you're like just going through the snow. I want the fields of Hulk. This is a massive target to shoot. You've got a winter storm. That's pretty good. And really goggles, and you're like, That's yeah, moving really slow. <laughs> <laughs> you just like soak up enemies like gelatin. Pretty amazing. Um, That's my choice. I c- it's not going to be Leia. Ooh. She's not combat ready. 
Well, she's so, the leader of the Rebel Alliance. But yeah. the same, like, Boba Fett, Leia. Well, I reckon it'll be Leia. I think she's capable of Leia down the lot. I think it's going to be Chewie. I think, I think Chewie's awesome. I think it'll be Leia. I think Leia as well. Diversity. <sighs> They're going to do it. Gosh. They need a girl. I would play as Leia. So no votes for Han Solo? Is this who I want or is this who I think it's going to be? Well, Because I'm going for Jabba the Hutt if it's who I want. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's got to be a good good guy, surely. Otherwise, it's unbalanced. Or uh, two. Imagine that, he's got loads of gadgets. Imagine that, a hero, a little RC lands, he's like electrocuting stuff. What about uh, Lando? I think I'll go for Boba Fett, actually. No one's going to say C-3PO. What about Lando? Wicket. He'd have like a cape. Wicket. He'd like run around and be amazing. But it's like, like the Empire has got lots of like proper fighters. And you don't really kind of see that with the Rebel Alliance. You know what? Lando would be really cool because his ability could be that um, be he would appear to the other team <gasps> as one of their oh, their players. And then good. you could just like turn that's around good. and kill people. That's good. Sorry. Um, be, um, be awesome. Admiral Ackbar. <laughs> just running around. around identi- it's a trap. It's, no, a trap. No, it's true. Like, he identifies traps. They show up on your map. <laughs> that's that's his skill. That's pretty his good, yeah. But he does appear in. He's in there. It's a the hologram. I can't, he gives you mission directors. Oh, does he? Yeah. That'd be cool. That's how it's. That's how it's. Is it, was there a name for the the one that just looked like a fish? Niam num. Niam num. He's a sil- Admiral Ma- Ag- Admiral Oh yeah, Admiral Ackbar. Maybe that's what, what did Niam num look like? Niam num. He's a Solustan. He's the co-pilot on the Millennium Falcon with, with Lando in Return of the Jedi, ah. and he's from Solust, which is the level that's in. So we'd fit um, right in, in the fight squad. It's where all the um, Empire makes its ships and stuff. It's like cool. the lava planet. Mm. Would he be a good fighter? Not lava, lava planet. Well, it, it'd be disappointing if you got all these other big. Hitters <laughs> but you can play. Like, but also, you can <laughs> play. You can play his as his race as like um, just in, as a regular person. You okay. can play as but a no. a Solicitor. <laughs> could be him. Okay, <gasps> General Grievous. That would be cool. A God, robot. Like bad pre- guys, yeah. Well, he's amazing. He has like four lightsabers. Salacious Crumb. I don't know who that is. He sounds Jabba. like a he sounds like the villain from a Dickens novel. <laughs> Biff, little, um, Biff Fortuna. Kind of yeah. Oh, Biff Fortuna exactly. used to horrify me as a kid. Wanga, Wanga. Just says that doesn't he? Something like that. <laughs> Does the adverts for Wanga now? <laughs> Give me your money. <laughs> Wanga. Um, that's what is it? Is Jabba Hutt Mike Ashley? You just done an advert for goddamn Vodafone for Christ's sake. It would, that wouldn't happen these days. No. That wouldn't happen under Disney. No. There's no way Yoda's getting hoarded out to yeah, do Vodafone. Yeah, quite clever there. <laughs> I'm Mia Mozzarella. <laughs> I, I like, I I I like also Mia Mozzarella doesn't replace Mozzarella. It's just like add it on. It's end, like yeah. smuggled in. Um, oh, I was gonna. Say, what about um, old Ben, like Jedi Ghost? Good point. Force we didn't ghost. even talk about Ben Kenobi. Force Ghost. Like, it, but it was like, it'll be awful. Uh, I guess the timeline's all screwed because what they're saying is like. Obviously, nothing that happens in Battlefront is canon. Yeah, it's almost like a playset of like almost toys. That's yeah, kind so of what they're saying. It's like it doesn't. Obviously, none of this can be canon or continuity because it's ridiculous. So it's it has to be set before Return of the Jedi. Otherwise, it's all Darth is not. I there. think it's all roughly. But at the, the same time, the Luke trilogy. is is Return of the Better. Jedi. Done. Yeah, so. it's all like the best of mm. the original trilogy. Chewbacca, yeah. telling you. Imagine if Ben Kenobi was just like insanely overpowered. But which, he'd be which, a ghost. He'd try and pick up the guns and they just go through his Alec hands. Guinness, Obi-Wan Kenobi? Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Or if they've used some of his dialogue in the game, imagine the goosebumps. I'd be so good. I didn't say that much. 
<laughs> doesn't matter what he said. It's what he said, not the quantity. He's just run around the corner and there's a couple of like R2 units. And it's like, these aren't the droids you're looking for. I'll go back the other no, one. No, imagine that. <laughs> we should be getting Star Wars Infinity in this week. Disney Infinity. Disney Star Wars, Disney, yeah, whatever it's called. Yeah, that one. Disney Infinity 3.0. <laughs> yeah, that's a bit weird. Catchy. Maybe call it Star Wars Infinity. I know, I know. It's so much better. Anyway, here's to Chewbacca ruling the roost when Battlefront comes out. Uh, you've, you're up next, Powers. I am up next. So this is something hilarious that I got to do a news video. Talking about cheap knockoffs. Have you guys? Did you guys see this story? <laughs> it's um, it's a console that's available. Well, it's not available yet. You can donate to it on kind of the Chinese version of, of Kickstarter. It's called the Uyi or the Uyi. <laughs> I'm not quite sure. It's essentially a PlayStation base. It's a mashup of with an every Xbox controller. It looks so but, weird. And it's got a grill thing that looks a bit like the Xbox yeah. One as well. Like the Apparently the team spent, uh, I think it was seven months working on the design. I think they nailed it. I think they... <laughs> like playing both really? consoles they, going, Seven months like working on that. It's ridiculous. Apparently it's going to be available as well for as cheap as uh, $70. So it looks like a PS4. It looks like a PS4. But it's got the Xbox One styling style and the yeah. on one side of it. Uh, yeah, and the, and an Xbox controller, but with more exactly buttons, yeah. like these buttons, like coming out of nowhere. So, what does it actually play? I have no idea. I think it played, well, it had adverts for what looked like weird versions of like Assassin's Creed and <laughs> different games like that. So, I, maybe it will have its own games. Do you, think it's, brand? do you think it's ultimately going to be a cracked console where you can just play pirated versions of? Because obviously. That's in China itself. It's a new year. Is it's, well, the, the name is <laughs> the fact they called it that. Come I know. On. I know. At least oh, it's called it like riff off Dreamcast or something. Well, not ooh, yeah, <laughs> riff off Dreamcast. <laughs> well, the funny thing was like the, box. The, the best part of the whole experience was uh, the comments underneath the article yeah. where people were kind of like They're showing always the some best of the experience of anything on IG. I do actually love the comments. <laughs> um, people were showing some like the best examples of these awful, awful rip off consoles. So you had like the Poly Station, uh, the Wii Wii. The uh, X game I thought was like a pretty good one. Yeah. I love that. I love Wii Wii. It's actually just saying the, the console's name again. Yeah, just Wii Wii. And then the Wii U. <laughs> the piss flap. So, <laughs> the, piss, the Nintendo piss flap. Uh, I actually, I, so I, I screenshot some of these that were like really funny. So this is uh, Star Knight. <laughs> basically, that? that's a game, is it? I, I think it's Darth Vader uh, I mean, the box for Darth either a game or a police motorbike. <laughs> I think that's the unlockable character. Right. So that was one of them. Uh, this is one of the <laughs> one of the toys. Special Man, who's essentially Superman. Superman in like poor packaging. And then the final one, which was uh, definitely one of my favorites. It was supposed to be, I think, a RoboCop doll, uh, but it's actually Robert Cop. <laughs> Robert Cop 2 specifically have you ever seen those packets of um, like Avengers toys that you can buy in China yes and it's like Captain America and it's Black Widow and then instead of Hulk it's Shrek how did you get that mixed up that'll, it's so funny that'll do it's Big Green Man imagine man. playing with all your toys and then they call in Shrek imagine if he was in the Avengers it'd be so funny he'd be like oh hello and he'd like come into the battlefield wow. and that was a good Shrek it was a good Shrek. Was it, where's he from? Scotland. Ah. No, the swamp. In Scotland. In Scotland. I dare one of you to do a better Shrek than I just did. I can't. 
I'm not even going to try. So I'm the reigning champion. Can you do your rich, rich bear park? No, no. Come on. I don't he have needs the... the glasses. He needs the... Um, yeah. He's very, Rory's very method. Yeah. I did an impression of Richard. It's not the same. I need his Harry Potter glasses. You're very method, aren't you, as before? Very, very have method. You ever, you've done quite a bit of acting, haven't you? I have, actually, yeah. I taught acting for a year. Did you? Man of many lives. You've had many lives, Rory. I have, for such a young... young you about 47? Spud. I don't know why I was going to say that. Spud. <laughs> That's like the only word I could think of. Always with the potatoes, isn't it? Uh, it's from Ireland. Yeah. yeah. Always uh, with the... Yeah, I taught, I taught acting to kids for a year. Under a year, yeah. Under a year. Well, not, for a day. Do you not, do you not pass Just under a year. The background stuff's not clear. No, no. I didn't get quite. police check. <laughs> Showed up on day one and they were like, out. Get him out. Leave. Get yeah. him out. Um, okay. The last of the A stuff. Do you want to play with Robert, Robert Cop? Uh, <laughs> the last of the A stuff. Oh, so, that's magic. That's magic. Um, so, um, earlier this week, we went to some magic. Me, Gavin, Murphy, and Richard Burpark, our resident wizard. Actually, if you go to IGN, you can watch a video of our very own Richard Burpark. Because we've mentioned Rich performing magic on this yeah. podcast many times, and he's always refused to do any audio magic even though on his desk he has a book about audio magic how he's never you... done any on the podcast what is audio people, magic it's like aural magic like oh. he, he can predict <laughs> what like he can like he can do stuff really yeah. that's so weird magic in your ears like, hypnosis that would be cool magic in your ears and I saw some people on the IGN UK podcast uh, Facebook group IGN UK podcast it's called and they were like he's finally done some magic so if you go to IGN or IGN on YouTube you can see Richard take on Randy Pitchford of Gearbox um, the producers of Borderlands and an accomplished magician very a descendant yeah, of, of Cardini yeah. and Rich takes him on in a magic off and it's very good you yeah. can see Rich do some magic he's very good so we went to a magic show in London and it was it's called The Impossible it's called Impossible and it's running until um, the 29th of August so there's a bunch of magicians um, most of which Rich knew cause what do you call a collection of magicians Oh, what would you call is it like a, a fanny of magicians a deception like that is it? Yeah. Uh, uh, a sparkle of magicians. Yeah. That's a pretty good one. Yeah. Because it's a, magic. a flourish of magicians. Mm, a flourish. That's a flourish of magicians. Oh, sparkles is and it's <laughs> And so it's like a variety of different styles from close-up to escapology to traditional um, illusions like, you know, women in boxes, sewing ladies in half, but done in kind of a modern way. Outrageous. And they put it together in a few weeks as a kind of a challenge. Okay. And it's all these magicians doing tricks and Rich was just loving it. Me and Galvin really? sat there. I can imagine his face Rich just, just like lit lo- up. Loving it. And like, Rich, I think, has seen a lot of these guys before. I think he actually knows a couple of them. And it's so weird because it's so long since I've seen any stage magic. I saw yeah. Penn and Teller several years ago. Right. But you've, even if you've, never seen Penn and Teller live you've seen them on TV so yeah. you kind of yeah. know what you're getting yeah. it's so weird seeing people do like escapology and some of it was brilliant does, yeah does it still stand up because some of it was brilliant it feels like a uh, not a skill that's been lost or but certainly in the public eye it's like some of it was brilliant so, like there was just one guy and I've, I'm really sorry I've, I've forgotten his name but he's um, very skilled um, sleight of hand magician so what he was doing obviously is not meant for the stage as such but there was no, various like, technology like used to like emphasise it and bring it to life there was screens and stuff that's got to be even more difficult if there's like it was doing amazing stuff. stuff with billiard balls where he was making them disappear amazing oh, that does sound like a show <laughs> I've seen that <laughs> what little, little sue me <laughs> popping them out 
At an incredible rate. You should you know, use ping pong balls, not billiard balls. Billiard, balls. billiard ball, you kill someone. That needs some That's how you kill a sex tourist. What a, what a way to go as well. Good God. Um, oh, God, this has gone off piece, hasn't it? Um, so yeah. she was there, was she? No, he was, he was really good. And then what else was there? Still some escapology live on stage. A guy getting set on fire and getting out of a straitjacket was pretty impressive. Right. A guy, At the same time? Yeah. His legs were, like, completely on fire. Like, obviously, that was not a trick. He was yeah. on fire. <laughs> like, some the trick was going on to get out of the straitjacket, but he was definitely on fire. It wasn't like that yeah. fake fire where it's, like, a bit of cloth. And a, and, a, and a fan and a, blowing it and he's like it was, oh it's getting warm it, it, was, it, was a light, yeah, it was a light effect yeah. Yeah. I don't think he's really on fire um, but I get really I get really bad like um, sense of embarrassment yeah like I like shows like The Office and Alice Partridge but I do just I, I sometimes have to hide behind a, a cushion and there's some bits where it was all going to plan but I thought things were going wrong and I was kind of just like curling up oh, and like I grabbing you know my thoughts about magic anyway and you I think probably, it's not real don't you I do think it's not real yes <laughs> well um, who knows what it is and I think my problem with this all is that I just sit there with a massive cynical look on my face and not enjoy it yeah, you're probably you, off you, is e- it? Even you describing it to me, it sounds like an absolute bag of shite. <laughs> <laughs> good, well. <laughs> but was it good? <laughs> yeah, I really like, enjoyed it. Aside, <laughs> you aside. <laughs> you aside. Okay, because you were saying that Rich was really getting into it, and of course he would, because he embraces that kind of stuff. Yeah. But as a... And the, on, people around us, I mean, loving it. Right. There's one bit where on your um, chair when you sit down, there's a... I'm not going to spoil it because... People who are listening might go see it. But you get an, you get an envelope, and inside <laughs> yeah. that, um, there's four posters, yeah. and like little tiny posters. And the guy comes on, and he does a trick um, using them. And there's a de- the the denouement of the trick is like something cool happens. People around us were losing their shit. Really? Yeah. Was how was Gav? Because he's he's he, always like I can't imagine like, him. Being, he loves magic. Gav. I know he does. Yeah. And some bits he was loving it. Other bits like because he can be quite a psyche sod yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, he enjoyed it as well. I thought some of the tricks that Gavin uh, Randy Pitchford did. Sorry, uh, Rich and Randy Pitchford did uh, look great. I wasn't there, but just watching the video. I know we like, give okay. him more time. Rich is That's really cool. good. I know, but he is good. I have he to give good. him a hard time. Yeah. I think he needs a, a name. He just goes by Rich. He needs like Rich the Magnificent or Rich. I think like okay. the Great Ricardo what about is quite average cool. Rick? Average Rick. Um, <laughs> Set the bar low, and then they're uh, even more uh, away. Yeah. Who are you going to see tonight? <laughs> average Rick. Tricky Dicky. <laughs> Tricky Dicky. If anyone has any suggestions for what we should call Magic Rich, let us know. I genuinely. Oh, God, it's been so long since I've been on. Uh, IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com. And also, uh, if you're coming to Podcast 300, then hopefully we all get Rich out doing live magic in front of your eyes. Yeah, we've actually got a little bit of a wiggle on when it comes to Podcast 300. We are planning something spectacular. Like, I'm going to say right now, it's going to be spectacular. We will at least have mini sausage rolls there. Can't guarantee that. <laughs> Don't well, know maybe they'll be full size, but oh, Rich God, I just realised I've definitely, I'm <laughs> like def- definitely going to have to go pick up some mini sausage rolls now. So uh, a few people have been asking when it's going to happen. So we are still figuring out final dates. I'm really sorry, but we're trying to figure out the venue. By this time next week, we should have the final date and the final venue. We're currently looking at the first or second week in October. But hopefully this time next week, we'll have specific details and that we can tell you then. It will be dead good, it will. It's going to be good. We've got exciting so. stuff happening. So. Yeah, we haven't planned it yet. But. You know, me and Gav joined at, at 
250 pretty much Ooh. it was like yeah. this is gonna blow that out of the water so it's pretty it's pretty cool you're gonna 50 like episodes. this yeah. it's gonna then they you, none of you thought it was gonna last this long y'all doubted me no we didn't y'all doubted me made fun of me and what? pushed me around I never made fun of you. It was a joke, but you took it really seriously. Yeah, I always, I always made fun of you. <laughs> you got really sad. Well, yeah, what, yeah, what do you mean we did? Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, speaking of our stuff, uh, bad stuff that's happened this week. <laughs> oh, speaking of Rory, oh. we, um, so they released the the soundtrack for Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Five. Yeah. Now I went through that list and I was like. What? That's it. So Ooh. so I was looking hey. at the the article. And You're I was young. Like, I was you like, like skating. Well, this is it. I used to skate so much, and I, you wouldn't think it, but <laughs> like the punk scene in Northern Ireland where I grew up is huge. Right. Like every band there that's formed around the North Coast is like majoritively punk. It's loads of punk stuff. So when we went to gig nights and things. It was all punk bands. Like all my friends were in punk bands, and we just like went out skating every day and listened to that kind of music. And a lot of it was from. Tony Hawk's one, Pro Skater two, like yeah. all these these games and titles, they were like the soundtracks to our summers and things like that. So I was like, a new Tony Hawk's is gonna be amazing. Yeah. So I looked at the list, and the first one was Anti Flag, which I do know. So I was like, awesome, Anti Flag. It's a good start. It was the only one I knew on the whole list. So what kind of music is Anti Flag? Anti Flag is just like, it's kind of like pop punk. So it's right. a bit more like poppy, but it's still like just generic kind of punk. Yeah. Uh, government are bad. Let's not follow <laughs> the government. Everybody sounds hard. America is wrong, all that kind of stuff. Or yeah. all right, depending all right. on point of view at this yeah. moment in time. We're all the same, but we're also hate everyone. That kind okay. of stuff. Um, lots of power chords. Lots of power chords. Ripping solos and stuff. It's pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome. Um, I don't think I've ever <laughs> sounded so American before so in my life. It's pretty really cool. cool. Ripping, power, pretty ripping cool. some solos. <laughs> With some barbecue. <laughs> I uh, I crowd surfed last night for the first time in my life. What? I was at a, I was at a show swimming. last night. Went to <laughs> <laughs> just uh, I was at a gig last night. Uh, Did you really? What gig? Yeah. What gig? It was a Fall of Troy gig in the Electric Ballroom in Camden. How that go? I've been to the Electric uh, one. It's you, way bigger than I thought it were was. Were you drunk? Oh my gosh. I saw. I was a little bit, yeah. Did you just thought, I'm going to go? No, my this. friends did. I was like, don't do it, don't do it. And he like just grabbed me like by... Uh, like below the weights and just like threw me up and I was like ah and then it was it was one of those like old man moments where you're really supposed to be enjoying it but I was like where are my keys where are my phone like right. where's my wallet the were whole people time touching like, your probably yeah well how else are they going to keep him up hands everywhere <laughs> it was just the butt was there anything just, that's how you keep me up <laughs> a little dry finger <laughs> there wasn't no thank god Good. thank god um, <laughs> but yeah uh, Skrillex was on the soundtrack. That's, that's really that was weird. the only person on the entire lineup that I'd heard. What that's was weird. the that's not for punk? No. Or what scared. was the point that came in your life where you thought oh, I thought this probably hasn't has this happened to you yet? Where you've kind of gone, I'm getting a bit older now. What Again. to skateboard? Just in or, general with like certain what, things, like losing <laughs> touch with certain things. But like. Uh, but then again, I'm still building Lego. I should have had that. But there's like certain things where there's, there's now quite a lot of celebrities now. It's mm. sound so old. I'm not even that old. But it's like <laughs> I just don't care about even finding out. Like yeah. there's lots of celebrities now. I just like, I You're don't still know quite who that young. is. Yeah, but my girlfriend's a bit younger and she works like a bit more within that world. And there's like certain celebrities I have no idea who that is. Right. And also, I have no interest in finding out. Yeah, yeah. I don't care anymore. I think the time when I thought I'm well, getting a little bit more out of touch was. I think around the time 
Twilight came out and obviously I'm not the target demographic for Twilight whatsoever but I didn't even know it was a thing and the film was being made and it was like this huge craze and I was like Nope, I yeah. did not know this was even. Oh, a thing. I, think that's I watched good those because films I think so many times. My girlfriend at the time was obsessed with them. She was like, "Let's watch Twilight again." By the full moon, Rory. She, like that. <laughs> yeah. Let's watch she was a werewolf again. as well, so that was so many things of it. Rory, give me vampire baby. <laughs> but I think that's good because, like, you're confident in who you yeah, are. Yeah, I think that's the, the point. You get. I think, I think uh, maybe that's the correlation. Mm. You also get to an age where you solidify your character and your interest. And you go, actually, I know I don't like that. Yeah. And therefore, I will spend no energy yeah. learning yeah. about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those things, that, yeah, it's kind of like this juxtaposition of getting too old to, you know, be involved in more, like, juvenile activities, like having a Pikachu phone case. <laughs> but then you also get older and you get to the point where it's like, I don't care. Like, if yeah. I want a Pikachu no, phone case, it. I'm going to have yeah. a Pikachu yeah. phone case. Like, yeah. you just don't yeah. care anymore. Yeah. Well, that's, I honestly couldn't give two shits what people think about me. Yeah, which is quite nice. I don't care. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I totally thing. don't care. I think it's either. a good thing to be childish. I think childish is sometimes, I think you want to create a distinction between being childish and infantile. Yeah. Infantile then maybe the negative, yeah, but yeah. being childish is actually quite a wonderful thing. Yeah. Like, never lose that enthusiasm a, for things. Like, it's a nice characteristic. I shit in a nappy. Yeah. Your baby son's like, happens. Dad, come that, on. That's what happens when you have children. You regress a little bit. So it's just like, oh, toilet's there. I just got this idea. I'm just going to do it here. I got this idea. Your missus like giving you food and you just like tipping it on the floor. No, nope. Not having <laughs> that. spoon just down my front. <laughs> She's like, here's the airplane. And you're like smacking it out of the way. <laughs> uh, other bad news this week. Rainbow Six Siege has been delayed. It was coming out in October. It's now coming out in December. Two months later. Sad times because that is a game that I really, really, you really want to play. Love a bit of Rainbow Six. I love a bit of Rainbow Six. I used to love Terrace Hunt so yeah. much. I used to play that every night when I was at university with my cousin who was back home. We used to play Terrace Hunt. There's a level on Rainbow Six, like Vegas 2, yeah. which was like a restaurant. Yeah. I don't know if it was like a Chinese restaurant. I just played that level so much. Yeah. Just yeah. love going through Vegas the kitchen one and, and two like crouching awesome. down in the oh. kitchen. There's something, about, there's something about a game, like these kind of like shooting games that really incorporate teamwork I really and communication. Tactical shooters. Yeah, really, yeah. Like, you know, when we were doing the heist, the Humane Labs heist, yeah. and there's, you know, when the synchronized sniping and we're like I, moving around. That, that and was oh. the only point during that entire four hour session that we were anyway working <laughs> Insane. as a team. <laughs> Definitely not with the fucking fighter jets. And that was, that was abysmal. Speaking of, actually, that synchronized sniping mission, all the sniping went really well. And then that was when you got in the getaway van and ran over me on the way out. To be and fair, that killed no, me. I like the best one. the loose cannon in that the entire the best mission. One. Rory's the wild card. Best one. <laughs> when Rory got in the car, you kicked him out. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. I was like, yeah. you're in the briefcase. And I was like, get in, get in, Alex. You throw me out of the car and just drive off. That was ridiculous. <laughs> it was like when you were following us all and then you decided to crash a car with And then you had to run the rest of the That way. was a nightmare. Like, also, what, a nightmare. what I like about Rainbow Six is like options. It's not just going through corridors. I love the fact you can like break through windows or go on the roof and yeah, like it's abseil well, and you stuff like this. You haven't seen or played siege have you no 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 so the good thing about it is it's um so it's 5v5 uh, there's no single player oh although there is but it's you it's the same game but versus bots um and then uh you either play as the terrorists or the attack uh terrorists or the swat guys so you're either um as the terrorist you're inside hold up inside a building or whatever it might be yeah you've got to build barricades and make sure that you're protected this sounds really cool three minute rounds so super fast 
And as the uh, SWAT guys, you've got to get in and take out all the terrorists to rescue the hostage in three minutes. So as this sounds awesome. So as the terrorists, you've basically just got to hole up there and wait. Yeah. Um, and you can either do that by, you know, staying in the, the room where you are because you've got a whole building. Yeah. And the, the guys who are attacking don't know where you are in the building. You could be in the basement. You could be in the top floor whatever. Yeah. So you, out the five people, you could split and send, you know, two people. You could even send two people outside. And ambush the attackers coming in because they don't know you're going to be there. So, it, you know, there's so much How at stake. How did I never hear about this? This sounds great. Because the cool thing about it is, is that once you're shot, you're out. It's not Call yeah. of Duty. And I went into it, uh, especially at Gamescom, thinking, right, it's okay. I'm okay. Run forward, gun, bang, I'm dead. Like, because, <laughs> you know, you get shot once, you're How does dead. it work with, um, with, you know, early kills? Do people generally tend to stay with the game? Or do you have a lot of people, like, dying and then just leaving well, the lobbies or... Uh, well, well, I guess you play usually with people your buddies with. Yeah, yeah. And I think also because you know we've play played it at like game events where you're playing, you know, with the developers there. Yeah. You can't just go fuck this yes. and then walk out. Imagine you did that. Imagine you played a game at like press events, like rage you quit, yeah, yeah. just leave immediately. Yeah, so you can't really do that. Okay, um, okay. But yeah, because it's moved back, <laughs> the, the we're going to do some bases. I guess that's all going to be changed. But yeah. I'm sure we're going to get to play it a few times before it comes out in December. Yeah. And we might do something very cool, which we will talk about at a later time. Yeah. Very exciting. Which will incorporate you and me and Krupa and... Two other IGNers. Two other? Well, yeah. repping Team of uh, Five. Team who else would we pick? <laughs> who did a weird hand gesture to go with? Who oh, should that. make. Who? It's muscle powers. Where are you? Who Fine. should make the team? Let us know. IGN underscore UK feedback. IGN. That's a pretty good idea. Vote them in. Public vote. It's what all three. Oh, well, what do you think you'd be good at in that kind of um, See, uh, having, spec ops team? Having seen you in action, your brand of just bowling in, like. Can't Mentally. be doing that. It's, you can't you do get that. people killed like that. You've got to be what are considered. you basing this on? You Every saw, you game saw I played me. With no, you, you saw me playing uh, uh, COD. I was I was great. Yeah, but but it's I have FPS eyes. I get in this mindset. <laughs> I, I, like I pound a, I pound a monster and I get into my my <laughs> FPS zone. I neglect I the universe around me. It's a necessity. Like a, like a it's like, I'm, I'm like Popeye. I have to have it, and then I get my FPS muscles. And I just zone in. And it's just like... Uh, oh, you're talking about the energy drink? Yeah. Ah, I thought you were going to do something else. Pa- you thought he was wanking off an ogre? <laughs> <laughs> Shrek, Shrek from the Avengers, yes. yeah. <laughs> you thought it was the Hulk. It wasn't. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> there's no scope for it. Yeah. There's no sniper, is there? I love being no. a sniper and stuff. There's no... <laughs> but, well, sometimes in hostage situations, they have well, people on rooftops like, looking so, in So stuff, we don't but know... But the, with the three-minute time limit, you know, he's just going to be sat there... Please stand in front of the Come window. Come to the window. You'd have to be a really bad terrorist. That'd be good if you like, like knock on the window. <laughs> no, like, imagine if that, like Rory goes, like Rory's dressed up as a pizza man. Excuse me, we have um, some pizzas. Yeah. And they open the door. Come <laughs> <laughs> Rory. But I think, so and funny. inside the pizza box, gun. I, I love the way that it wouldn't flag up with anyone on the opposite team. Do all you the, all the terrorists in the what? building and be like, Sorry. I didn't oh, know that guys. you could do this in the game. Game like, is paused. <laughs> and then the terrorist goes, do you want a pizza? No, I don't want a pizza. <laughs> I, oh, I did. I, I, I did. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, great. Maybe that's, like, as they're putting up barricades. Host, like, hostage. Like, I'm order pe- oh, pizza. Ho- hostage that I ordered it. <laughs> yeah. Like, Earlier in the night before they're somebody hostage. It's like Sims. You can order pizza and then, like, come along. Mm-hmm. Be great. And then we can give the pizza guy the gun. You can, like, join our team. That'd be good. Yeah. A Sims map in Siege. What about a Sims FPS? That'd be cool. Like, you could just raid other people's houses and stuff. Would it be cool? Kind of. Maybe they'd hold the guns like this, like 
<laughs> like that when they walk and like fire like it would be ridiculous it'd be pretty cool anyway I got something else anyway, on the bad before, list actually before I just found a rip in my jeans oh yeah just something maybe that's list. did you really get dry fingered <laughs> I'm, last night I'm a little worried now these <laughs> were the jeans I wore last night that's definitely some more stuff and it's, it's <laughs> more slip a little. Well, I'm gonna stop putting my finger in it that's for sure um, was your biffkin poked <laughs> Little beefy roll. My beefy roll, yeah. Do you know what we all? That's all he ate. Yeah, he's got little beefy rolls. Do you, know what, it, do you know what beefy roll is? I, well, I saw him eating it. Yeah, <laughs> it was like long days. I really did not have time to sit down and eat. For people who don't so know, was, it's like a pepperoni in like some kind of in like a hot dog bread. bun. Yeah. yeah, but it just yeah, but like it circles it around. Yeah, hot dog bun. It was greasy as well. Almost like vacuum. Pack. How if, did if, you eat them then? I just want to try it. It was a. It was a. Oh, Rory loves junk food. It was as well. a beefy roll XL. Man, yeah, I can be really bad. I, I remember when we in the airport coming home from Gamescom. We were, we had a, so we'd just eaten lunch and then we were just walking around the airport with nothing to do. It was like a bit bored. We had two hours for a flight. I just went, you could tell everyone wanted to say it, but no one wanted to say it. And we got around the corner and we like, do you want to go to Burger King? And we were like, yeah. And then I went, Rory, do you want to go to Burger King? Rory just went, yep. And we sat <laughs> down. Burger King there? Yeah, yeah. And me and Rory, I was meeting Rory. We were like, Rory, what's your least favorite, like, what's your least favorite type of food? Rory just went, vegetables. <laughs> What's your favorite type of food? Pizza. <laughs> yeah, well, Gav called hate, it as well. You hate vegetables. I hate vegetables. Like every vegetable. Well, Except potatoes. Lettuce. Don't like potatoes. Lettuce is well, the unless they're chips. chips. <laughs> I like I like them as chips. I don't like it. And chips and lettuce. Uh, no. Yeah, chips and lettuce are the only vegetables what I like. Lettuce is terrible. Why is lettuce, lettuce terrible? Is pathetic. You can have it, it in salads. Tastes like, like nothing. Yeah, I know, but like uh, like carrot. Carrot is a nice vegetable. I don't like cooked carrots. Right. Uh, raw afraid. ones are all right. When you get a bit crunch in them, dip Broccoli? them in some peanut butter. Ooh, amazing. <laughs> no. Ooh. Sweet corn. Mm. What? Not really. Sweet corn on the cob is an amazing Sweet potato? Uh, no, don't like sweet potato. Don't like Brussels sprouts, don't like peas, don't like green beans. Cauliflower? Don't like cauliflower, don't like broccoli. Parsnips? Don't like parsnips. Fruit, I like fruit. Fruit. Sugar, that's why. Anyway, anyway, before yeah. we move on to feedback, yes. um, Chris Tilly can't be on the podcast this week, but Fright Fest starts next Thursday, and he's giving me his top five recommendations of the show if you're going and wow. you like horror. He says you should see Nina Forever. Some kind, you might have made these. You might have made these up. Personal film. She's seen Nina Forever. She's working uh, above <laughs> the Phoenix. <laughs> Nina Forever. Tell her, tell her Chris Tilly something. <laughs> Nina. For- <laughs> Little vouchers. Some kind of hate. We are still here. Tales of Halloween. We're supposed to be very good. I want to see that. And Deathgasm. Oh. That's like a description Deathgasm. of a weekend. I was going to say, it sounds like the IGN UK podcast. We're still here. The Deathgasm. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant Deathgasm. <laughs> I was like, I guess, maybe. Right. Bit of a first, Sometimes in, in the medieval period, or in the, the Renaissance period, they called the orgasm the little death. <laughs> what? Yeah. Why? Because it's like dying. Ecstasy. How do you know what dying is like? How did they know what dying was like? I don't know. I guess they're always dying. Anyway, anyway good if dying was like anyway. an orgasm. Yeah, Last thing you do is just... <laughs> on your deathbed, you just go, oh, and just like... I tell you that's what. That's my noise, ru- by the way. Ruins, <laughs> ruins, ruins the grandkids' memories of you. <laughs> <laughs> Last memory. Oh, man. Uh, so, Tommy Crecky, or Thomas from Indiana, US, says, Ooh. is there anything you do or are exposed to so much in real life that you lose interest in it in games or movies? For me, it is guns. He does a lot of that in real life? I would assume so. He's from Indiana. Oh, you're neck of the woods? Yeah. (laughs) And then he's like, I know, typical American, right? Have you ever fired a gun? I have, yeah. Have Have you? you? Yeah. We're in America, in Northern Ireland. (laughs) 
here in the office. Sometimes when you guys are gone, it's just like, desk pop. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I finish an edit and I'm like, yeah. Where's Rory? He's playing his banjo and shooting stuff. <laughs> he's in his rocking chair at the front with a shotgun. You're here for the IGN? <laughs> I should welcome in Bar. people into episode 300 and be like, howdy, folks. I was going to say, we've got to dress you up. <laughs> you got a pretty mouth. <laughs> So like the man from, the man from FedEx. Playing that on the Game Boy. That would be so funny. Julian Banjo-Kazooie's. <laughs> Come on. Right, so, so uh, where did you fire a gun? Uh, in LA, in California, at a shooting range. Okay. Yes. Not at somebody else, that's good. Not at somebody else. He's actually wanted. Um, <laughs> it's, it's weird. It's really weird. Because obviously, like, what I do it all the time fire? in video games. I fired just like regular like 9mm pistol. There was like some you really cool know ones. What you kind could of do. gun it was? I did know you at the would. time. I don't remember. Have you ever fired a good? No. <gasps> that surprised me. I thought you would have done that when you've been to America one day. Yeah. One time. Uh, it's one of those things I'd quite like to do, but I'm not. Normally, um, like everyone says, we'll travel out to like Nevada because that's where you can fire the big guns. My, my that would brother. terrify me. I'd like to do like sn- like almost like sniping, like l- see how good your aim is, yeah. like almost test yourself. Because I did archery for about thought, a bit when so I was a kid. Tell a lie. I fired like a. Uh, a small caliber rifle when I was younger, but nothing. Yeah, I did not that like as well. a proper. I'd love to fire like an M4, not fully auto, but just like. You know some stuff about guns, don't you? A little bit about yeah, guns. Yeah. Like guns. I like yeah. guns. Yeah. My brother, and uh, that's the thing. And then maybe if I was exposed to guns, I. But this guy is bored of guns because he, because of real life. Because America. My brother went to. Well, he went to the same one I went to, but then he also did the desert one, and yeah. he got to do like. Uh, assault rifle and like a shot uh, sniper rifle as well. Oh, and a shotgun. You can do like heavy machine. The crazy places in Asia where you can do stuff like that as well. Like, like, you know, abandoned cars. It's like, yeah, just like go to town. Oh my God. (laughs) You're getting really excited about this now. Yeah. Maybe I'll do that before. So anything Uh, else we're exposed to in games? Eating mushrooms? Yeah. Yeah. Running over people in cars sometimes. I'm getting kind of sick well, no, of that. not in real life, no. Oh yeah, no. no totally. But there is a lot of cro- it's you know I've spoken about it before, but the whole you know I'm playing GTA too much, and you're walking down the street, you see a nice car, and go, I'm just going to walk up to that car, open it, drag the guy out, and drive off in it. Do you Obviously, ever, I've never done that, but did you? Yeah, do you ever have that in real life? Where you're like, so I I played like a whole weekend of GTA once, and then I was walking down the street, and I was like, oh, that's a really nice car. Yeah. And there was almost like a little switch in my head that was like, oh, I should I should grab yeah. it. And well, you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, that's I know. Not, like, like, I, I, I it's walk, weird. I was walking down the street uh, with my uh, missus. This was a long time ago. It was around the time of San Andreas, and I made the mistake of saying to her, "That's a nice car. I could just go and steal that." And she was like. Alex, Alex um, you probably should stop being reality yeah. It was even weirder as well because it's it right after you punch that hooker. So it's like the yeah. whole GTA mindset. Yeah, yeah exactly. it's crazy. Uh, I don't know if there is anything that, like, everything I do in games is so different from what I do. I don't play like <laughs> editing simulator. That'd be really boring. <laughs> play as a video editor. I bet you really should play. To be play fair, a I just think game. you're still playing as a video editor in real life. Yeah. Who knows? This is like an avatar scenario. You're acting. I'm actually a blue alien controlling Rory. Rory bot. <laughs> Rory bot 2000. <laughs> Rory bot 2000. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know if there's anything. So next bit of feedback is from Adam Wrigley. I wasn't on last week's podcast of the week before, and this just says, the book is called Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Hmm. That's that bit of feedback. Good. What would the question have been? Possibly... 
I well, I'm sure, I was trying to remember what, what book has um, this guy called Willy Wonka. He's making a whole range of <laughs> confectionery, including chocolate. What what was that called? What Great was that called? Like I don't know the context, but I just saw that in the mailbag. I thought that Willy Waldo. And we could have asked the people who were on last week's podcast. But I what, thought you were on last I was on last week's podcast. <laughs> what was the question? <laughs> I don't know. That's that's, that's literally. What that's we're the talking answer. About. We that don't know the what answer. the question was. The book is called Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Mm. It's like this is like Jeopardy. What is? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I I don't remember. Okay. I don't remember. Not at all. Clearly, it wasn't that important. Um, this email is from how do I? Levon. 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 Levon Young. Young. Greetings in Duck Hunt. So I've started reading The Martian. Uh, it can be considered real science, science fiction. What? 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 Uh, it can be considered real science, science fiction, and so far I've learned a lot without even trying. So are there any games that have taught you real-world skills? Mm. My my brother used to play RuneScape, like the online yeah, like yeah, the browser yeah. game, know, yeah. and he learned so much about trees from RuneScape. <laughs> like what? Because all the different... Uh, you cut down wood to build different things in the game. Okay. So he'd be like, oh, like, he could name like 20 different types of trees just from playing RuneScape and like learning well, but, and different types of metal. And, but, you, but, but, okay. <laughs> but you're saying he could name them. Name yeah. them. Naming them is one thing, but what, he could recognize them? Probably not. Like, that tree is like... Alex, you don't... 20 trees. That's yeah, pretty impressive. That, that's, that's could you name 20 trees? I don't think right. Levon is going to build a spaceship, you, who, but you, she you, could probably recognize one. You could name 20 trees. I don't know. Let's take you don't forever. need to write Birch. it down. Oak. 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 Birch. I was going to say. Birch. Uh, silver. Oak and birch. Uh, silver uh, bark. No, silver birch. Silver birch. Silver birch. Yeah. Uh, Acorn. No. Acorn tree. No. Is that on a Acorns real Acorns from an oak tree. Is it? Yeah. You get acorns on an oak tree. <laughs> Acorn tree. Does sound a bit dumb now uh, that I'm saying it back. Um, Can you name Conker. Tree. The horse chestnut. Yeah, that one. Tree. Yeah. <laughs> The, uh, the, weeping the big willow. one. Weeping willow's good. Mm. This is why people listen to this, but not, mm. not like stuff like Beyond and Unlocks. Yeah, <laughs> for the gritty. <laughs> so we're quarter of the way there. Come that's on. Uh, uh, monkey puzzle. Monkey puzzle. <laughs> that's a uh, tree. I'm starting to think there aren't 20 different types of trees <laughs> <laughs> in this world. Uh, fir tree. Fir tree. Yeah. Douglas Redwood. Fir- Redwood. <gasps> oh, Amazing. Uh, Joshua. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Um, Rocket League, the tree. Nine. Come on, I'm thinking about the Amazon. There must be loads of trees in the Amazon. Uh, <laughs> that sentence. <laughs> well, hell, yes, <laughs> you're right. Yeah, but they're all cut down. You Otherwise, I'll be able to name them. What's, you it, what's um, ebony from? Mahogany. I don't know. Like all them, is it mahogany tree? <laughs> Teak. Is that a tree? <laughs> I was about to say something really dumb. <laughs> Well, like really, I was gonna say, I thought you got mahogany from elephant tusks. What well, oak is from an oak tree? But it's mahogany yeah. from a mahogany tree. <laughs> a mahogany tree. That's definitely right as well, and I'm laughing at it. Um, but but on, I can name woods. Alter, <laughs> teak, mahogany, oak. Run, Jeremy. Uh, birch. Uh, yes. James. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my god anyway, imagine imagine all the trees you've learned about is, in Jungle have Brothers have learned anything from games I would say no um, I, <laughs> once, I once tried to um, pick the lock to my granddad's car when I was six <laughs> what game would I don't know not of Resident Evil the Resident Evil Jill you are the master of lock picking <laughs> <laughs> no but when he died I set fire to him because he wanted to come back 
shit. <laughs> um, no, after I he had his little like, orgasm, I tried to. Whoa, <laughs> a now, oh a now, respect. Come on, Jesus, come on. Um, no, I actually did try to do that. I was playing some game, not like a violent game, but on a me where you had to pick locks or something. And then my granddad, went, when I was around this house one day, went to his garage and he was a gardener for a profession, yeah. and he had like these like wire. I don't know what they were. They used like wire ties or something. And I started trying to pick his lock. And I opened it. It was a Ford thing. It really? was a Ford. And it was like 300,000 combinations. And I picked it. The only problem was what? the metal thing got stuck in uh. the lock and couldn't be removed. So they had to replace the whole door. Oh, my gosh. How much was yeah, that? I don't know, like 800 quid or something. A thousand quid or something. There you go. That's crazy. So you have learned something. Uh, yep. Yeah. Any more trees? Uh, <laughs> Walnut. Walnuts, excellent tree. <laughs> or think of nuts. What does a Brazil nut come from? Brazil tree. A peanut <laughs> doesn't come from a tree. No, I know that. Yeah. Yeah. They oh, also, the ground? peanut isn't actually a nut, it's a legume. Is it? Hmm. Comes from a bush. Hmm. Hmm. That's weird. Ash. Excellent. What are we on now? 12. Also, <laughs> I think we're doing giant. this because the category we're on on podcast is also Gardener's Question Time. Right, that's true. So, yeah, yeah. how much do they it, know about games? Yeah, huh? could they name twelve and a half games? No, doubt it, doubt it. That is the gauntlet thrown down right there. Uh, is it me? I think it is me. Uh, yeah, I'm out. Josh Bain says cherry uh, blossom. How did I miss that? That's my favorite tree. Is that, is that, is that, is that the same? Is that the same as the cherry tree? No. no. Well, I'm thinking of the, like the Japanese one. No, totally. Yeah, but yeah. is the cherry tree that's different as well? Yeah. Banana tree? Is that a tree? Well, well bananas do grow on trees. Like, so, a, well, like a apple tree. Palm tree. Apple. Lemon tree. <laughs> we, done it. Is it? Is it? We did it. Palm tree. Yeah, yeah. palm trees. Yeah. I said that. Yeah, well. Coconut tree. Coconut tree. <laughs> <laughs> uh, name a fruit and then name a tree. Yeah. You've basically got Orange tree. Yeah. Olive tree. <laughs> oh, come on. We're, we're killing we it. If you know of any more trees than that, then... <laughs> Why did we nominate this one for the GMA? <laughs> Uh, IGN underscore UK feedback IGN dot com yeah, with your favourite trees <laughs> I just like the idea of none of us next week doing the podcast and they just get an email all these like tree the emails trees. yeah or as I call them tree mails anyway <laughs> shut up oh, Josh Baines uh, writes in saying this coming Sunday I will be taking part in tough tough can I say it? tough mudder southwest and I'm raising money for special effects a brilliant charity that we all yeah. know very well anyway if you want to uh, contribute to Josh's um uh, Just Giving page, you can uh, www.justgiving.com slash Josh Baines. That's J O S H B A I N E S. Good luck, Josh. Good uh, luck. I would never ever do that, ever. Bad enough to do so 10k. Fair, I know. Yeah. Ooh. Is that last piece of feedback? That's last bit. Yeah. It's four bits this week because oh, I, yeah. I, knew the, I knew the tree thing would probably happen. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Thinking ahead. Uh, so let's quickly talk about the stuff that's coming out this week and what you can waste your weekend with. Obviously, we've all been playing Call of Duty Beta. Uh, it's out next week on Xbox One, Rory, and PC, so you'll have to wait to Live play my double home. live again. Yeah. That's so annoying. So you can, you know, rank up and do whatever you want to do on the PS4 and then go back to scratch. Yeah, on, uh, Xbox One. Will the will the progress on the beta carry over? Mm, I doubt it. You don't think so? Really? I don't, do, do you know what? I made that up. I have no idea. <laughs> you literally just said <laughs> you were really confident. Yeah. 
I guess we'll see. Yeah, Hopefully it does. That's, that's how I've got to where I am now. It's not actually knowing anything. It's just like proper belief in things that just, I'm saying. I yes. tried to do that with the Rocket League competition yeah. we played in and it didn't work. Nah. I was so confident. And we just, nah, didn't happen. Uh, also out this week is Volume, which is Mike Bithell's follow-up to Thomas Was Alone, kind of inspired a little bit by Metal Gear Solid's VR missions. Tells the tale of a futuristic Robin Hood. I haven't actually uh, played it myself, but I've heard good things. Sounds interesting. Yeah. Go to the gaming PC. Give it a crack later. Yeah. And then finally, Final Fantasy VII, surprise surprise, is out on iOS. Mm -hmm. So before the remake comes on PS4, iOS. Refresh, so. refresh your memories. <clears throat> Lovely stuff. Uh, Bad Education the Movie. It's the Jack, I Jack, 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 Jack Whitehall. Whitehall. Yeah. My mate went to school with Jack Whitehall. Really? I can't say anything more. I actually don't know anything more. Did he have a bad me, teacher? It strikes me as he went to a posh school. Yeah, my mate went to a posh school. Yeah. In um, Kate Middleton also went to that school. Really? There you go. Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, I've seen the uh, TV show a few times. It's it's no in-betweeners, is uh, I think the way I would describe in-between it. In-betweeners are good, though. Yeah, I've, uh, I've re it. it. Yeah, exactly. I think it's the greatest depiction of what it's like to grow up as yeah. a teenager in the UK. Yeah. Well, see, yeah, it's a bit like weird. Skins is the, the glamorous version of it. But the reality, I've, never, I've seen certain episodes. Skins is the glamorous version. No, but like, that's the sexy. Maybe if you're a popular kid like yourself, Rory. Yeah. But for me, you might be Skins. For me, We're it's fucking. In it's me buying some kettle chips looking like a Hasidic Jew. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> Which character are you from the in between us? I don't know. You I'm probably an amalgamation of like a bit Will and Simon. I think you're Will. Yeah. Uh, not no, Will. I don't think he's uh, Will. He's Simon. Sorry, Jay. Uh, Neil. No, 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 I'm not Neil. Surely I'm Neil. Lanky thicker. I'm a shell shit. Never mind. I'm crap at dancing. <laughs> he's good at dancing. Yeah, but I'm crap at dancing. Oh, okay. I don't like dancing. Yeah. So I, I am Neil then. Yeah, I think it's Simon, isn't it? Yeah, a bit of Simon and a bit of Will. A bit yeah. nerdy. Chris Tilly is definitely Will. Looks like <laughs> him as well. No, he's Jay. Tilly? Yeah. No, he likes to think he's Jay, but really he's Will. No, no, but like, Tilly likes giving it all that. Gobshite. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so maybe don't go and see that. Uh, Sinister 2, definitely don't go and see that, because we gave it a 1 out of 10 on IGN. Which I didn't even know what the 1 stood for. It stands for, it stands for unbearable. <laughs> oh my God. Maybe they should have called it that. That's a great name for a unbearable. film. Unbearable. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then finally, Vacation, which I would give... Uh, eight emojis out of ten. Happy smile, aubergine, smiley poo, gust, yeah. crying. Love the smiley poo. Out of those things, what what would you spend your weekend doing? It's got a big cod beater for you, Roy. Yeah, and a bit of volume. Although it's not on Xbox. Yeah. Well, I'll just steal a PlayStation. There you go. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'll probably stick with Rocket League if I'm honest. I did kind of find today where I was I kept losing a cod and I was like oh, just want to up some Rocket League just blast yeah. out a quick it's, game it's coming up to 5 o'clock we can get out of here and do uh, it's a, little, a little cheeky Rocket League so before we finish we've got one thing one last thing to mention uh, Legends of Gaming Live is taking place uh, this September on the 5th uh, if you don't know what it is, it is a bunch of YouTube uh, experts at gaming who are basically competing to be crowned the best gamer in the UK, and IGN is part of that um, uh, competition. Anyway, uh, we've also got a competition to win a PS4 and a copy of Metal Gear Solid Phantom Pain and two Ooh. other games of your choice. Uh, that will be announced over the coming days, so just keep your eyes on IGN. And Legends Gaming itself is on September 5th. Yes. Hmm. Exciting times. Yeah. yeah. Very exciting. Yeah. I like to think of myself as a legend of gaming. Well, you are. So yeah. it's not even up for question, isn't it? I don't need to compete. You don't need to. I'm already up there in the halls of the, fame. The king doesn't have to say he's king. Exactly. I would quite like to compete. 
would you? Yeah. What would yeah. be your game? I reckon I, I could have an esports career. And, and your game of choice is? Minesweep. You know what that alarm was for? What, what did I set this alarm for? Um, you got update GTA. That was it. God that was it. Hell. <laughs> did you it's not even put one that I, no. <laughs> I set the alarm to remind myself oh. to do it and I forgot what the alarm right, was does for. Does anyone watch Pound Shop Wars? <laughs> I it was on what last night, right? Yeah. Uh, my missus was it's watching hilarious. It was about I, think, I think it's one of the funniest shows. You, I know this is silly to say. If you and your missus want to watch something really funny, go back and download the first episode. Okay. It's one of the funniest things I've seen on TV for a long time. Me and my girlfriend were like just pissing ourselves watching it. It was so funny. The second episode was good. But also, when the episode finished... And the credits were rolling. The guy who was doing the announcement for Bake Off afterwards, his iPhone started going off. And you could hear it going, duh, 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 and it was putting him off. And he went, oh, I'm sorry about that. And he had to stop <laughs> announcing the next year. Oh, my God. What is, what is even, even the link is Pound Shop. Pound Shop Wars is amazing. It's about Pound Land, I think. And basically, yeah. those are like just Pound Shops yeah, in the yeah, UK yeah. competing. Yeah. And they were having a craze on Loom Bands. And this guy goes, I can't, I can't sell them fast enough. And there's this one guy who interrupts him and goes, oh, excuse me, do you sell those little chocolate footballs? <laughs> it's, the, it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. Who's, it was, who's looking like, for that? Like, yeah, like because it was on last night, and I, I did say to my missus, "Like, what on earth is this?" It's what channel? Life Office, BBC yeah. One. Watch the first I episode. I might go back. It's really, it. really funny. Right. Um, that yeah, that's it. That's oh, it. actually one more thing. Maple, you bonsai, bonsai tree, great. Maple as well. How <laughs> funny you should mention Operation YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, uh, that's it for this week's podcast. Uh, we'll be next week. We'll be back next week. Uh, Creeper might not. I don't know. Tree yeah. hunt. Bye. bye. <laughs> <laughs>